Dallas had all the momentum, and the Clippers didn't go away. Make it nine straight for your L.A. Clippers. 121-11. They down the Dallas Mavericks. God, what an annoying call. Final hour, fist pump time, choo-choo noise, whatever Bobby Bell is doing live it's on the... deep, erotic breathing. Why? Because uh, uh, this is uh, fist hour or whatever. men and studs podcast or whatever you download. <laughs> Spits and studs. Spits and studs. <laughs> Texas William just made a classic gif and gif. All the Tolos are sending us their uh. Odyssey minutes. Listen to. He'll never live that down. Thank you. For being a total, that stands for turn it on, leave it on. Sean Treef, alongside our Cowboys insider, Bobby Bell. Yep, shout out to uh, Alton Dunn, who just tagged me on uh, Facebook. 26,514 minutes as a first-year listener. Because, wow. uh, yeah, I know that uh, Alton recently, like several people I've run into in the last year or so, has uh, made a switch to our station, and he is, uh, in his first year, racked up 26,000 minutes on the app. Javier, 67,000 minutes. London with 32K. My boy Trey Evans, 16,7. Come on, Trey, pick it up. Uh, Jordan with 33,8. Tony with 23,5. We got Goodlow. Uh-oh. Uh-oh what? We got the one seed. Oh, do we? We got the one seed. Good low H2, 150,296 minutes on the Odyssey app. 150K. Wow. Uh, Imro with 30,271. P Dub with 9,500. Michael uh, is on here um, with 24,000. But the six, that's six figures so far. Tony, uh, Tony's got 96,167. That's Tony A. Dang. Thank y'all. Y'all are the best. Best show listeners, station listeners in DFW. The LA Clippers are on fire. They win their ninth straight last night. They get all the bench scoring. Kawhi Leonard ends up being the star of the game. They did not have Paul George. And, of course, the Mavericks continue to miss Derek Lively and Kyrie Irving. Yeah, that's the biggest thing right now is Derek Lively, Kyrie Irving. They're also, you know, as we've talked about, clearly missing with Josh Green and Maxi Kleba give them. I, the Maxi Kleba thing is such a mystery. Like, it's just this weird toe injury that's kept him out or the dislocated toe that I didn't realize the dislocated toe could keep you out for over a month. But here we are. Um, but where they're really missing somebody right now is Derek Lively, just what he does for them defensively, uh, not just in the paint, but what he does calling out screens and everything else. Uh, he is such an important factor for them on defense. And obviously, Kyrie Irving is a big guy to step up and make buckets, especially when Luka's not on, as sharp as he he normally is, like last night. And so that's the difference in a game like that against the Clippers. So I feel encouraged knowing that if Lively and Irving are in that game, I think they probably take care of business. Um, but ultimately just fall a little short. It was a, a valiant effort in the comeback. Let's get to this awesome story with Dorian Finney-Smith. Yeah, so this is a this is such a, a cool note and fantastic job by the Mavericks and Mark Cuban. Um, so Dorian Finney-Smith, obviously a one of the, the better success stories from the Dallas Mavericks and their personnel department in recent years. Uh, a guy who nobody thought would ever be a full-time type of contributor Became a really good player here in Dallas, was included in the uh, trade for Kyrie Irving. Well, after 30 years of his father being locked away in prison, he has been reunited with his dad, and it's in large part thanks to the Dallas Mavericks. So on Tuesday, Dorian uh, Finney-Smith's father, Albert Smith, 
was released from Virginia's Greenville uh, Correctional Center as he was met by his ex-wife, his daughter, and Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, who was granted a one-day absence from the Nets to be there for his father's release. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith told the Dallas Morning News, we just hugged, a long, long hug, so many questions and stuff that we have. It was very emotional. And in July, it was Mark Cuban with the help of Jason Luton, chief of staff of Mark Cuban Companies, and the former Virginia Attorney General Jerry Kilgore, who assisted in getting the Virginia Parole Board to consider his case, got him released. And Dorian Finney-Smith said, he's here for Christmas. That's what matters. This is the best Christmas gift I've ever gotten besides the birth of my kids. This is up there with the best days I've ever had. And he said, thank you to the Mavs family for this. This is past basketball. So a really cool story for a guy who was just a stand-up individual in the community was... I mean, right up there as one of the the hallmarks of what hard work and, you know, the work ethic and and the willingness to improve yourself can get you. He got Dorian Finney-Smith is is the Terrence Steele of Dallas Mavericks basketball that he shows like work ethic can get you the absolute like getting every last bit of his potential out of himself. I think that's what Dorian Finney-Smith did. You put Terrence Steele in that high regard? Terrence Steele absolutely earned his contract as one of the top right tackles. Now, he's had a down year this year, but it's somebody who's coming back off an injury. Last year, Terrence Steele, before he got hurt, was one of the best right tackles in football. And and when you saw him the first year, you would have never thought that was possible with Terrence Steele, but it just shows what the work ethic and the willingness to do the work in the classroom. Dorian Finney-Smith put in so much work. There were articles I know about it at the time, uh, put in so much work to his three-point shot to become somebody who was even a threat from back there because he was never thought to be a guy who could develop an outside shot. And so just the work ethic and the high character, it's good to see him get a a nice story like this. I got some uh, baseball mentions coming in from Bet Online and Future Vegas Odds. By the way, Bob Nightingale, Sandman, if you're listening, text me your thoughts on this. Uh, Bob Nightingale reporting that the Rangers may turn it up a little bit for Jordan Montgomery after all the injuries and the status of their starting rotation. Yeah, because what is their rotation right now? It's Evaldi and Stuff. Is you're yep. asking for a lot of uh, a lot of help until at least the summer when you start getting you know Scherzer back and Degrom and and these guys start to heal up a little bit. So yeah, Bob Nightingale reports that with the Max Scherzer news, the Rangers are now kind of ramping things up and realizing, all right, we we may need to intensify the pursuit of Jordan Montgomery, who uh, according to Bob Nightingale wants to be back in Texas. Like his ideal situation would be that I'm back here. I know Choppy's already written him off to where was it? He said that Boston. Uh, Boston. He's like he's already got. Boston. He's like he's got family up there. Whatever else, uh, but no. Apparently, Jordan Montgomery would prefer to be back in Texas if he can make that work. Who is the favorite to win the American League West next year in Vegas? Houston. It is Houston. Cowards. At seven to four, then the Rangers at three to two, then the Mariners at three to two, Angels, then the Athletics. Or a hundred to one. Sleeping on those athletics, man. A hundred to franchise. one. All right. Some of the names that are you joking? Yeah, I'm joking. They're uh, an awful okay. franchise. Well, <laughs> I'm, you can make the argument, right? They, they come, they bounce back and win division titles. They have. They they have in the past. That's true. But they can't get a damn stadium. They're gonna have to go to Vegas. Blake's, just like the Mavericks. Blake Snell's next team, if it's not the Padres, are there any Rangers on this list? No, not in the top ten. Giants, Dodgers, Red Sox, Mets, Cubs, Seattle for the NL Cy Young winner. I thought I saw something yesterday that said the Angels were uh, pursuing him uh, and and that the Mets had him as a a backup plan. But, yeah, I I know the Angels. Yeah, that was what it was. The Angels have have been trying to get on the pursuit of Snell. Cody Bellinger's next team, if not the Cubs, Toronto, 
Yankees, Giants, Dodgers, Mets. Josh Hader's not uh, next team, if not the Padres. The Dodgers. Mm. Dodgers are up here for everyone. But the Rangers are second. Dodgers, Rangers, Cubs, Yankees, Phillies. Jordan Montgomery's next team, if not us. The Red Sox. It is the Boston Red Sox, followed by the Mets, Cardinals, Yankees, Orioles, Guardians, Dodgers, Brewers. Boy, that feels like cheating sometimes, doesn't it? When a team like the Cardinals could trade him away just for the half a set. Like, I know people got upset when the Yankees did that with Chapman in the past. They traded Aroldis Chapman away, didn't have him for two months, and then just boomeranged back and re-signed him. Matt Chapman's next team, if not Toronto, Giants, Cubs, Yankees, Dodgers. Yamamoto's MLB team on opening day is... Dodgers. No. Yankees. Yankees won. Then the Mets, Dodgers, Giants, Red Sox, Blue Jays for Yamamoto. Have you looked into him at all with any I mean, of the he hype was, or his stuff? Yeah, I, I looked into him to the extent to go, wow, he looks really good. And then I quickly stopped when I realized the Rangers weren't going to be involved and I didn't want to feel sick about them not getting involved in it because they're, you know, if only he had a Tommy John surgery, right? Like then maybe he'd be in contention for the Rangers. Dude, Lewis Brinson, you remember him? Oh yeah, Lewis Brinson got dealt away in the Jonathan Lucroy trade, I think. Lewis Brinson gave... Awesome scouting report on Yamamoto and facing him. He said, basically, he's the only guy that I have been intimidated by. I felt overmatched by, I should say. Ooh, you were overmatched by quite a few guys (laughs) in the major leagues. He felt like he was completely overmatched by Yamamoto. He said he is going to be a problem. Getting a text message from someone in the know. Who's to say Scherzer is going to be himself again after this? You know, that was kind of, uh, that was kind of my question, like, the Rangers ramping up things for Montgomery would also tell me that they were like surprised at the Scherzer news, and that would surprise me. Like, how could you be taken off guard and be like, "All right, this changes up our plan a little bit"? I well, mean, did we all assume that Max was going to be fine? Well, because Chris Young did say that they had tried a, a number of different avenues, so I'm guessing they thought whatever avenues they had tried, that they figured it was going to work, and they ultimately had to come back and go, "Crap, no, it's not." Now we got to look at bringing Jordan Montgomery back. Truckwreck.com text line. I hope these guys come back, but we need to sign guys that are good now. Pitching, bullpen, and starters—you can never never have enough pitching. Well, do you have enough money? Do you have any money? That's the problem. And that's the cloud hanging over the head in Arlington. Yeah. Can you find enough coupons? Can you go fund <laughs> me enough uh, liquidity so that you can actually pay some of these guys? I I, I really gotta- hate I hate sounding as bitter as I have in recent weeks because they did, as CA said, enjoy the damn title. I understand it. I do enjoy the title. I'm also guarded against I don't want to be the Marlins. I don't want to be. I don't, they're not the. They're okay, not, okay, not, not the Marlins. Up. Not the Marlins. Well, they're not blowing it up. They're but they're not blowing it up. We got a. We got a. We got a top five payroll. Okay, fine. They're, they're then they're the Mavericks. Where the Mavericks didn't blow it up, they just didn't retain anybody. They didn't retain anybody. They didn't go out and get anybody. That was something that was. No, I, I, I think we went into that next Mavericks season saying uh, they're not going to win. They're they're taking themselves out of championship contention. I got to go look at that roster. It was weird. It was. Well, I don't that, think that I'll have. Cool. I don't. I won't have less hope. For this Rangers upcoming season than I did for that Maverick season after that. Well, that was so that was a weird year because that was the strike year. They they were at strike until Christmas, and that was the Lamar Odom team where they had gone out and gotten Lamar Odom, and so they kind of made it look like they did something there, but it was just that was a mess of a team, and they let everybody like everybody who was free they let go. 
And I just I don't want that to be the case here with the Rangers. I want this to Here's that team. Uh Roddy B, Brian Cardinal, Vince Carter, Brendan Haywood, Yee, Yee Jin Leon, remember him? Mm-hmm. Uh Kid, Jan Mahimi, Marion, Lamar Odom, Jason Terry, Delante West, Brandon Wright. So Yuck. I wasn't a you're not you, you didn't have Deshaun. Tyson was not on there. That pissed off a lot of Tyson people. Tyson was the big one. Uh, was Sean Marion on that team or he yes. left? Okay, he was. Well, so they didn't totally punt. No, but that's the thing. They didn't retain. They didn't retain anybody that was really available. They did go out and get Vince Carter, who ended up being a much better contributor than I anticipated he was going to be on that team. But I just I don't want this to be something where they kind of say, hey, we can just run this back. You got to remember, as great of a run it was, you run that back a hundred times. The Rangers are probably not winning the World Series most of those times. There was there was some good luck, some good fortune involved there, and I don't think you can just say we're good enough to just run it back and do this again. Let's talk about the guys that were missing for the Cowboys at practice yesterday as we get closer to Miami with Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com, next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com, brought to you by the Windstar World Casino and Resort. Proud to be the official casino of the Dallas Cowboys. Please game responsibly. Patrick Walker is banged up today. Uh, so here's Nick, fresh off dealing with Bobby last he, night. He, Patrick's getting the Tyron Smith rest day. That's, that's, that's what right. he's getting. We, we, by the way, last night, Nick, that uh, that show we did with uh, Larry Brown, Reggie Atatula sent me a shot from our, our fan text since it was obviously simulcast on there. A lot of people enjoyed the uh, enjoyed Larry Brown as a guest. Thought that was one of the better Cowboys cross talks. Yeah, he he really was good. I mean, he he was good, and uh, that him and Nate had a lot to say. And you know, one thing I thought you did a really nice job of just letting him go, like letting him let them talk about the old days and stuff like that. And anytime you can hear stories about Dion, stories about Michael, Emmett, Troy, uh, you know, that stuff was was really good. Do you ever hear a new story? Uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, there was one, I mean, I'm trying to think cause there were so many, but did yeah, you, did you hear the Disney time. story? Had you heard the Disney story before? No, that, no, I, I actually hadn't heard that one. That was such a good story. So Larry Brown says the day before the Super Bowl, he walks into a, a conversation that Troy Emmett Dion, I think he said Jay Novacek were all having. And he just kind of happens in there. And Dion's saying, Disney has not upped the money for the Super Bowl MVP. Like, <laughs> if, if they ask us if we're going, we're asking them, are you upping the money? And if they say no, we say, no, we're not doing it. Right, Troy? Right. Right, Emmett? And then Larry said, I wasn't even supposed to be sitting there. And he just goes, right, Larry? And I went, sure, I'm not winning the MVP. Right. The next day, he gets the two Super Bowls, wins the MVP. Disney comes up to him and goes, are you going to do the Disneyland thing? And he said, Aikman and Dion and Emmett were just stared at him like, don't you dare. And he was like... No, I'm not going to do it. No! And so Larry Brown missed his Disney moment from peer pressure. <gasps> so he said, he said, this, let that be a lesson, kids. Don't give in to the peer pressure. He's like, I wasn't even supposed to be sitting in that conversation. Yeah, he, he basically was like, hey, you guys are superstars. Don't be hanging, don't be hanging with superstars when you're, when you're really not. And, uh, <laughs> and he knew that. He kind of knew his place. But What did you make of Nate talking about the lack of whatever you want to call it on the Cowboys from an attitude standpoint? Um, 
Nate and I always argue about stuff. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, it's fine. I mean, like you roll your eyes like Choppy would, like you're old. No. You're just old school take guy. No, no. But the one thing about it, and I did kind of challenge him on it, was when he said, you know, the Cowboys have to give that I don't give a damn mentality. And I'm like, when it comes to penalties, it feels like they do. You know, it feels <laughs> like they have that. You know, so. I don't understand really what that is. It was cliche, but I really didn't understand that part about where do they where do they need to just say, screw it, let's go and do that. I, I don't know. I kind of feel like they kind of have that mentality. I just think, you know, I, I think there's a mindset to go to go get stats, go get sacks, go make the play, go be the guy, go get the bag. That's not just with the Cowboys. That's with a lot of people, a lot of teams. And sometimes when that happens, when you're trying to do that, you're really not buying in as much from a team's perspective. You're trying to go make that big play, big hit, and, you know, whatever happens, happens. And a lot of times it's, it's a penalty. So I think that's, that's just something that's really hurting this team is they're, they're, they're just not being as disciplined when it comes to those, those killer penalties. Nick, we know about, like, Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons. Who are some of the – the low key tone setters though on this team. Cause when, when Nate brought it up, my first thought went to, well, I think Ferguson's got some of that. Like I think Tyler Biotish has some of that. Who, who are some of the guys that you think set the tone for this team and their attitude that we don't maybe think of right off the bat? I don't know if there's, there's enough, you know I mean? I, and it's funny cause they have like a leadership council. That's like 14 guys, which also seems like a, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I that's a tough question. I, I don't I don't know that because I would say Zach Martin running up and knocking, you know, rap to the ground and is, a, is setting the tone. But I mean, they didn't really do much of anything after that. You know what I mean? It didn't really yeah. lead to anything. Um, there's just there's there's not enough of those guys. Um, you know, I I don't. I think Mike McCarthy, I'll say this, I think he does a great, great job for the, with his team and how to handle the, the team and uh, every aspect of what, you know, you should do coaching from, you know, early in the week all the way to Sunday. Um, I'm not a big fan of – I don't know if this matters, but I'm just not a big fan of the captain's um, process. Um, the every, you know, every every Saturday night there's different captains and all that. I, I and, then, and then you see them across the field and, you know, you see like – the, the top guys, you know, they're playing like here's there's the 49ers got their three studs or the Eagles got their guys. And then, you know, the Cowboys have like a backup center mm-hmm. and you're just kind of like, I, I don't know. I just feel like the, from a leadership standpoint, I, I look at that differently. Not Does that matter? Is that why they're leaving? No, I'm just, I'm just throwing different aspects, but I do think from a perception standpoint, it would be nice to say, I, you know, Dak, Zach Martin, Tank, Michael, these, these are your captains. These are the guys, these are the dudes. Um, and you don't, you don't see that, but then again, you know, he's coached a lot more football, like in, in the last 20 minutes than I ever have. So <laughs> what, what, what can I say? Uh, Nick, uh, we're talking with Nick Eatman from DallasCowboys.com here. Nick, when you look at the injury report yesterday, uh, obviously Zach Martin was a DNP, um, you know, Malik Hooker still, de- still dealing with that ankle a little bit. And Tyron Smith didn't practice, which isn't unusual for a Wednesday, but it was unusual that it didn't say NIR rest like it normally right. does. It said back. Should we have any concern here about Tyron Smith's availability? Always. I mean, <laughs> always. And that's not that's not being, you know, disrespectful. I mean, that's just kind of the way things are with him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he had a kind of a wrap on his back. I mean, we could see it in the locker room. Uh, it, didn't, it didn't look like he was going to run a 40. 
You know, I mean, it was, it was, uh, it was. So then again, it's Wednesday. I mean, and it's also, you know, the process of getting your body right, getting, you know, getting healthy. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens today. It's always that Wednesday, Thursday, and you know, it's, it's, you know, and now, now he's missed some practice before. He is one of those guys that can miss practice and, and play. Um, but you know, we'd like to. It was a knee before. We'll see what your backs. You know, if your back isn't isn't going well, I mean, this, you can't really do any job. Football, basketball. Any any job, you know, you're, you're going to be laid out. So we'll we'll see. You know, today's I think a big day to kind of see where we are on that. You were tweeting a lot about the Pro Bowl yesterday. You got any updates in the voting? Well, I was retweeting. Oh. Trent Sieg. <laughs> that I didn't. Um, no, does that not? I guess that doesn't count. Is a retweet different from a tweet? I guess. Uh, well, I, I'm I'm not tweeting about the Pro Bowl. Well, I was retweeting Trent Sieg, and he's. I mean, I don't know if you've seen some of these videos, but uh, he's he's trying to he's trying to take a little trying to be proactive with his special specialist, you know, with Aubrey's guy, he does all these different um, videos and, and changes the faces and stuff like that. It's pretty hilarious. I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, you know, Trent C's trying to make a, a push for the long snapper in the pro bowl, but also for Aubrey and anger and, and all that, just having fun, you know, a little bit. So. He is. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, look, I would, I would say, Nick, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. I would say that uh, Trent Sieg is probably the best Colorado state Ram on the Cowboys roster. Come on now. <laughs> Come on. I mean, well, I said, no, I said, I don't know about you. It's just my own. He's, he's been, he's been the most consistent. He doesn't have the most touchdowns. I know that That's true. Uh, or the most catches, but per play divided by the money that he makes. Yes, he is playing. He's the most, efficient Colorado State Ram that there is. That's a shot, but whatever. Go for it, Bobby. That's what you do. It is what I do. Thank you for the back-to-back. We appreciate it. Get well, Patrick. Get well, Patrick Walker. Tyron Smith, they off. He'll be on with us tomorrow. Nick Eatman brought to you by the Windstar World Casino and Resort. Please game responsibly. Is that unfair? Is that an unfair joke to throw at Michael Gallup? I think that's fair at this point. We're near the end of the season. That... To call Trent Sieg the the best Colorado State Ram on the Cowboys roster. Yeah, that's a fair joke. I think that, I, I mean, that was pretty good. I'm all for cheap shots and <laughs> and fair jokes. Um, okay. Sometimes I think I lose sight. We lose sight of how nice it is to get these 11 and 12 win seasons, and then you get a little reminder, like the New York Jets. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, for some reason, he is activated. Even though he's not playing the rest of the year, what a complete and total joke with Robert Sala. Uh, well, CBS 11 with a story on how how bad how bad teams really have it from their fan base. This New Jersey man told police he drank too much because the New York Jets, quote, suck. Officers say 57-year-old Christopher Grayshock rear-ended another vehicle about 5.15 p.m. Sunday, coincidentally. That was about an hour after the Jets lost 41-10 to the Buffalo Bills. Police say they found an open bottle of whiskey and suspected marijuana in his car. He was charged with a DWI and assault by auto. Matt Urish for CBS 11 News. <laughs> I've done this. I have, uh, there's only been one time where the outcome of a game forced me to just drunkenly disappear. Oh, wow. It was uh, Denver, Colorado in 2011, February 2011. I went and saw the Mavericks and the Nuggets play. Uh, my buddy lived in Denver, and uh, I actually met Mark Cuban that night. Took what? a picture with him. I was. It was a great time, and we had seats right behind the Mavericks bench. It was great. 
Uh, and it was awesome for most of the game. The The Mavericks were up like 15 with three minutes left. The Nuggets go on this insane run down the stretch. And then Aaron Aflalo hits a buzzer beater. Mavericks lose. And we just walk right out of the arena just getting showered with Nuggets hate. Because, like, <laughs> how does it feel? Dallas walking out of there. Nugget, so I'm mad. Denver fans get angry oh, like that? Oh, they were, they were going after me because I was wearing a Rangers World Series hat, too. So people were making comments about, hey, how'd, uh, how'd October go, buddy? And so <laughs> it was nonstop. I enjoyed it, though. Uh, so I was I was upset that the Mavericks had lost. I'd gone on the road and the night had ended so poorly. So we just went bar hopping around Denver. I had been introduced to Vegas bombs that night. Never had those. I drank about 15 Vegas bombs, Sean. As usual with you, another apples and oranges Mile story. high, Mile and high altitude. And I was vomiting for the next two days. Yeah, you weren't. We, it ruined my Denver trip. I didn't get to hang out with my buddy for the next two days. You, I was sick. You weren't drink. That's another thing you do while you're a bad drinker. It wipes you out for the next 24 hours. But you can't go back to backs like Nick Eatman just did. You didn't <laughs> drink and get hammered like that Jets fan because you were devastated over the loss. It was over you the got, loss. No, you went out because you were able to bar hop in another city and have fun no, with no, your no, buddy. No, 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 no. February regular season? I was, uh, yeah, I was. You so, had a regular season loss to Denver and you got devastated. No, I was. Uh, no, I was no not, not sad. Angry. I was angry leaving there and I was like, whatever. And I was getting shot. I literally, I was wearing a, a Sean Marion jersey. Yeah. I threw my coat off. I walked around 15 degrees weather Bobby. wearing nothing but a Mavericks jersey. Bobby, just, if like, the Mavericks won, would you have been bar hopping and going out and drinking that night? Um, Not like I did. No, because because it first got was, to you a regular season game I'm against the of, Nuggets. Of all the places, Denver. I was twenty two. I was twenty two. I was like, I was <laughs> immature. I was younger than old uh, nose ring over here. <laughs> I was right, I was twenty two, right. and I was just I was yeah. Every game was like I, that was back when I was like breaking tables when they lose to the Blazers. Yeah, you don't do anything stupid or immature now. Exactly. Uh, I'm an you, adult. You can go hang out with Bobby and the KNC Masterpiece today in Frisco. Find out how and where next in Crosstalk on the fan. Glad that Kevin Hagelin and I are the uh, only ones uh, here. He's right here. He's working on it. On the, uh, on the fan cam. Bobby, where's your camera? Uh, so I have to run right out uh, to go to so, to. No, fine, I'll put it on my cell well, what, phone. Right, dad, wait, what was the rest of your? Hold excuse? on, Dad. I've got to I've got to go pull a double. I got to go right to Noah's right after we're done with this. I've not got to get to. I get, get to go to Noah's and get to have a great time with everybody. There's we're giving away a Celine Ford Bronco. Very oh, excited for God. that today. But we're giving away a car. Well, yes. I mean, we're not. Our friends at Noah's Fine Watches and Jewelry are. That's what? a very important legal distinction we're making there, Hagee. That's true. Um, <laughs> and so true. I've got to I've got to be able to grab my stuff and run because we don't have choppy here to cover me in crosstalk so i can leave early so i was trying to save time by having it packed up but just for you just for you sean you're com- i'm gonna jump right on here your computer ryan gets mad when i do this here's all you have to do shut it down oh you close no. it you unplug and you walk out oh i'm unplugged so don't you, you worry can't sit there and do all that ryan i'll get back on i'll get back on you're supposed yeah, to wait until the show's over well, I'll yeah. tell you, I'll tell you oh look i'm here I'm, we I'm here. Of, Where's Sean? When we were out at Buffalo Wild Wings uh, last week, last Friday, uh-huh. um, in Roanoke, Choppy showed up. And when he did showed he drink, up, Kevin? He, he, no, he did not. He did not. He I was watching. Out, though, and he got on the Zoom on his phone. He he was like, I want to be in this thing. So he and you and I never saw him put alcohol to his lips. Ooh, good job, Kevin. Well done. Okay, Great. I regret telling Bobby to do this now. 
Oh, yeah, me no. too, man. <laughs> what you asked for? <laughs> that is not what we asked for. Oh my god. Yeah. What did you no. say? You want to listen to what? Uh, oh uh, my men, god. Men, men and suds. What uh, was it? Spits and studs. Spits and studs. Spits and no, studs. <laughs> did you hear him say spits and studs earlier? <laughs> that is that is actually a good name. I like it. Spits it's a, and it's a horse racing. Uh, okay. Uh, Spittle next time he has Ludwig on. He intros it. We we, we 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 give him money or make it a bet payoff. He intros it and keeps resetting it as you're listening to Spits and Studs with so Craig weird. Ludwig on. How many times until Ludwig stops him or shuts it down? I think he lets it go. It's a uh, it's a compliment. Yeah, he loves he it's, loves a good bit. Yeah, it's a it's a horse racing term. Studs. No, yeah. the guy's a stud. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. One but I mean, call. he also—it's—it's it's also horse racing. Kevin, I heard you interrogating or questioning uh, Chris uh, on the fan cam of whether we're being nice to him and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was mainly concerned uh, about Bobby. Oh. No, because Bobby has obviously gone uh, rogue. Rogue the last what? few weeks. So I just need to make sure Bobby was being nice to him. Gone rogue? How? I don't. I mean, I've just been listening to your feedback, Sean. It sounds like Bobby's been a jerk. It's all those texts you keep yeah. sending, going, "What's so... Bobby doing? I don't understand this guy." No, uh, I've told him he doesn't need in. his Adderall. He's proven like I, he he's totally fine without. It. I don't think he needs it. Uh, and are you uh, sure? Are you looking at the fan cam? Are you sure? <laughs> well, he's doing so... that. Yeah, look at that. Look at that herp right oh. on his. Oh my god! You know what I got that from? I feel like you're gonna say rosebud at any minute now. Oh, Corey, tell us where you are. What's going on? We are at Noah's Fine Watches and Jewelry today, and this place is awesome. Uh, they got a bar set up here. Let me show you the. Oh, bar. They really yeah. do bar. Yeah, yeah it's you want to come out. You can Look drink. At- you can drink and smoke cigars there. So we'll see you here, Sean. Look at those bottles wow. right there, in case you want to know a little bit about what they got going on. It Dang. is a it's a wonderful place where if you want to mull over your purchase, uh, go over to the bar and hang out and uh, have a little coffee, have a little uh, Johnny Walker or Blanton's or something like that, Whoa. and think about it. Oh, We're wow. also we got uh, stuff to give away out here, courtesy of our friends at Noah's Fine Watches and Jewelry. It is on uh, North. It's uh, the North Dallas Tollway and Stonebrook. In so if you want Frisco. to come out, it's right here in Frisco, just past the Star. And uh, it's a wonderful place, man. Great people. And uh, I really love working with them. We're looking forward. We're going to have Noah on today uh, a couple different times to kind of explain what's uh, what they have out here, the kind of products they have. No waiting line for Rolexes. So if you want a Rolex, they got you covered right here. Lots of different beautiful jewelries that you're going to love. And you're going out there? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Were you mimic? Oh, my gosh, dude. Bobby. What is wrong with this you? fan cam? Is you still want to have the fan cam on? Yeah, <laughs> Ryan. Oh, I want to. I want to know from Ryan how people react. Ryan, give me a this. one shot. Just give me a one shot. That's a all we one need. One shot. Twitch. He's shaking his head left, right. He too. I don't. Is this like YouTube? Shut this down. What you're doing right now? I feel like they, this isn't they new should. To yeah, I feel like they should. This is too suggestive. Mm. Yeah. Corey, give us some topics, please. Um, yeah, please. Well, I, I did. Uh, we are going to have baseball nuggets at 1040 today. That's not what it's called. Fact or fiction. It's baseball buckets whenever Mike's out. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. The Mavs stink. There's a topic for you. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Is that, what time is that? Stink? That's, right, that's at what 1020. Time is that topic? That's at 1020. We'll talk oh about the Mavs stinking and uh, and having no rim protector with Derek Lively out and how much that affects what they're, spo- what they're trying to accomplish. And whenever you don't have a secondary scorer, this team doesn't look very good. So, and that's the Clippers you're dealing with. Has Basic checked in at all? Do you get the feeling he misses you guys or his job whatsoever? Ooh. Not really. Honestly. <laughs> I thought you were talking about him skiing. Like I went on his Twitter account to look at ski photos. I didn't see anything. 
he, he sent, sent me some videos video. of him oh. skiing, and uh, and he fell. Uh, and he was like, this is me at, at my best. And you can hear Sue go, well, at least he's trying, guys. Give him credit for that. <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> so that's pretty good. We're also going to play a new game show today. We don't tip- I don't typically do this, but I-, I thought it would be fun. At 11.20, it's called Good Actor, Great Actor, or Tolo. And Kevin and oh. Alec will be fighting oh. today to figure out if the people that I'm talking about are good actors, great actors, or Tolos. Are you seeing some of these Tolo Odyssey minutes? This it is, is unbelievable. I thought the first one I saw was somebody at about 500 hours, and I thought, well, surely that will be the most. And then the next person I saw surpassed that by like 40 hours. Mm-hmm. I have the champ. The champ is here. How much? LeVar Parrish. Guess. In minutes. 42,000 minutes. Not even close. 69,000 minutes. Nice. Not even close. 100,000 minutes? Not even close. What's the answer? 182316. 182,000 minutes. That's amazing. 182,316 minutes of listening to the station via the Odyssey app. Would you cut is that it's like, it's, it's like four months of it's listening. Three thousand right? hours. <laughs> it's, it's a ton. Lavar, you're Holy the king. Crap, in the sky. You're the king today, baby. That's, That's amazing. That is incredible. That's fantastic. Now, who on your show would have the most and the least on the Odyssey app? Who on the Odyssey app? I think Mike's going to have the most. I could see that. Basic. Sec- yeah, I'll come in second place, and then Kevin's last. Yeah, Basic, like... <laughs> I'm shocked. He wants to hear y'all talk about him. Yeah, uh, sometimes he wants to hear things that he likes, but sometimes he wants to hear things he doesn't like. Yeah. And he'll be like, hey, I was listening to this show, and I think they're totally wrong about this. We should do essentially like a counter-programming segment without yeah. necessarily calling the other show out. No, I know he's listening because he'll text, but I'm I, listening. I thought it was a little bit on the YouTube like while I was on the Peloton, but he's listening on the phone. Oh, and he's listening. Well, and it, does, the car, does the car count too? Because yeah, because I, I think you know I'll, I'll add that in. He listens while he drives, and he drives a lot. He drives around a lot, uh, so that's that's where he's locked in. Okay, does Kevin, he? He drives to uh, to baseball games. Uh, he yeah, he tells to- us how busy his life is, like <laughs> how much stuff he has going on. I don't have time for anything. I think his except percent- the review, like college tape of like the Mavs, you know, second round draft picks and 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 pitching prospects. He goes back and reviews. Yeah, and even all that time spent on Derek Lively, he still got it wrong. <laughs> that he did. That he did. I think our perceptions, me and him, our perceptions of busy are very different. How so? Uh, yours is like actually legit. Yeah. I think having a thing to do doesn't mean you're busy all day. (laughs) That's just, what do you mean? Like a thing to do? Like, like, I'm trying to golf. (laughs) I'm I'm so slammed. I got golf today. I'm trying to decide, like, let's say he's not listening on the Odyssey app on the He's trying to figure out how to fit his leisure time. Yeah. Like, let's say you had to take your kids to the dentist and you were mad about it. Because you were going to get in the hot tub instead. Does that mean you were busy oh. or you were just being Dude, a parent? I thought that was like an off air. Man, we got. We That's got, a theoretical. We got, <laughs> I got killed recently on the Fantex when I just was using it as like shorthand. I just said something like I had babysitting duty, talking about having to watch my kids. That's oh, your kid. Too. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Babysitting. They lost their mind. That's your kid. Do you I know it's my kid. Over that but too, saying it's babysitting? Yeah, I do not approve of that saying. You don't even care. Like, like, it's like saying like. 
I'm uh, like, like it's like saying I'm Ubering somebody just because they're driving, like riding into my car. I'm not legitimately Ubering, just like I'm not legitimately babysitting. It's just a term. What about I got the kids tonight? Is that offensive? Yeah, sure. Well, you, no, I mean, no. don't you like really have them every day? Don't you have them every night? Unless you're- oh no, <laughs> there's a difference there because I'm like, well, sometimes unless you have to you're work. what Tyree no, Hill? No, did you no, say that? No, I did not. Oh. Did not. Is that story real? I don't. I don't know. These aggregators are effing everything up. They really are. Oh, I Choppy like- loves them. Choppy loves Ari Myrov and uh, old Dove Kleiman, and he loves everybody. Rich Eisen like called them out yesterday. Like, uh, what was the story? The story was that Tyree Kill uh, fathered his third child in the span of four months. So got hey. all got all the different moms out there. Anthony Edwards does not approve. One time we had a cowboy on the show, and he said that he had a baby. And it was the second baby. And I was like, oh, great. How old is your other kid? And he said, four weeks. So he was knocking them out back to back. <laughs> that was a pretty stunning turn of events. I'm sure people remember who that was. It was a training but, Oh, give me a, give me a uh, position group. Uh, special teams. Oh, my God, dude. No, that's got to be a hard Wide one. receiver. Golly, dude. Uh, Bobby, I told him I'm not on the fan cam. Okay, there we you were, go. We were. I feel like you should have been able to figure it out off of Corey's we special teams. Like That's a, not too a great deep clue. into that story. USFL. Is it not? Yeah. <laughs> special teams and wide receiver. Mouth again. And what was really funny was on, Show on me the your fan mouth text again. And, the, and the Twitch. People started like uh, they started texting in. They were like, "Hold on, did did that just happen?" And yeah. We were like, that was yeah. the that was the only time during training camp I fumbled a follow up question because I was so shocked at that turn of events. He has a tendency to fumble. Congrats, Jesse Holly. Well done. Uh, there you go, Mister Fourth and Long. Yeah, he's stealing no. our guest, no, old that, Tiffany Gomez. No, that was no. that was Jesse's fetish was pregnant Je- women. Yeah, the pregnant. That's our right. Yeah, that that is definitely true. Hey, y'all, yeah. it was not Jesse Holly. I'm just joking around. No, look All right, your, look got to go. Tell us, uh, tell us where you are one more time. We are at Noah's Fine Watches and Jewelry right off of Dallas Tollway and Stonebrook. Just head up to Frisco. And I'll be there, too. Stonebrook, exit and turn left. And you will see Bobby Belt out here as well because he's going to come hang out with us. So if you want to get a picture with Bobby and tell him that he made the morning show better or ruined it, you can come out here (laughs) and do that right now. Yep. We're back tomorrow morning with Mike McCarthy at 630. The KNC Masterpiece is next on The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.